He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. Creating success stories, I live by that. Um, that's, that's what makes me go and wake up in the morning and be motivated and do what I'm doing, right? Like start the money is not successful. Of course, there's that as well, but it's, it's really like the joy of seeing people happy for, uh, on, of something that you've maybe have created or something you've done, right? Like seeing a guest experience be elevated for what you've done and, see, and putting a smile on that person, that makes me extremely happy. Welcome to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast where we discuss all things hospitality, hotels, and business. You can find us online at slicktalkthepodcast.com and on every podcast listening platform. Smart locks, smart thermostats, automation, and a solution for any hotel and vacation rental company. Our show partners at Operto are the leading solution for operators to enhance their operations by integrating with your property management software and making sure that all your smart devices create a contactless guest experience while streamlining your operations. So don't forget to check them out on their website, send me a message, or just let them know that we'll send you and you are in good hands. So get ready to enjoy another episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast and check out operto.com or go to the podcast website and see our partners page. All right, everybody, welcome back to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. And again, I'm your host, Will Slickers, and I'm really excited to have Luca joining me today from Journey. And uh, we're going to dive into your story, Luca, but I just want to say thank you for being on the show, and I'm excited to have you on. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on the show. Perfect. Well, let's just uh, dive right in like we always do. I want to know, where did you get started in this you know, whole short-term rental and hospitality thing uh, that we like to you know, geek out on on the show? I'm curious to see where it all began for you. Yeah, um, about I think about 11 years ago right now, um, here in LA, actually, I, I, I moved originally from Italy. Uh, I moved here like about uh, like 13 years ago uh, and uh, uh, I started out first in the uh, luxury home space, uh, very, the very beginning of Airbnb actually. And uh, I was one of the first few people that they were doing online advertising, Google AdWords for luxury homes. You know, like we did pretty well, but then quickly the space got saturated, but that's kind of how how I start and got hooked into the hospi- whole hospitality game. And um, uh, we quickly then start managing this villas full time and basically list them on Airbnb. Uh, that's, that was the very beginning of, uh, of how things started. And um, the beginning of like envisioning like something a little bit more efficient and our understanding is we were at the very, very early stage of a brand new industry. And uh, so you, you're at, right out the gate, you were jumping into these luxury homes. What was the, uh, I think, maybe the big aha moments or even the 
the oh man we should we should have this involved or we need this or we need that uh, as you were starting to manage these properties on airbnb alone um were you guys opening to other channels or was it you know channel distribution was it communications revenue management like what were some stuff that you guys were taking away with that the whole segment yeah i mean definitely that was some of the thinking but i think one one of the things that we noticed and i think that's where our journey is very much different than i think it would than than the rest of companies in the short-term rental space is that we were looking at not necessarily what airbnbs were doing wrong which obviously there's many improvements and uh you know there's some great companies that they've achieved great things with it um by making it more of a hotel uh play right more on a professional um setting we were more looking what hotels were doing wrong um and why were hotels losing ground to airbnb over and over right like every year and especially with the pandemic right we saw a huge huge shift uh in the market yeah and so what were those key things for you guys yeah so i the the, the main thing is and that maybe helps give you a little bit of background of what Journey does. But um, yeah, for sure, we 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 see as Journey as as a company that helps modernize hotels, and um, you know we offer full management service. But at, at the core, Journey is a technology company that develops technology to enhance uh, guest experience and to streamline as much as possible how you run a hotel, right? Um, like if you have if you try the Journey experience. I mean, obviously you can book from any of the OTAs, uh, uh, like, you know, booking a comic Expedia or Airbnb. Um, and, and, uh, uh, but you, if you want the full experience, you will book it through the app and you can go from a booking to checking basically instantly. And you can open all common areas, your main doors, everything with the phone, we instantly connected to Wi-Fi, control room temperature. So we basically fully automate your experience. Um, and we were inspired by uh, Airbnb hosts on how to do this and, and bringing this actually into the hotel space. Because we saw hotels uh, not really adapting to the modern traveler and not really adapting to the modern world in general, right? Like you look at every technology and it got revolutionized by technology. And what I think a really cool concept is the fact that... that uh, uh, you go to a, com- a hospitality conference of hotels, the average age is like <laughs> 60 plus, and you do you go on a conference, you know, a short-term rental conference, average age is like, you know, 25 plus, right? Like, so the, the average a big age is almost, it's almost half. Yeah. And, and you can see that on how people run their companies, you know? Um, you, you look at many of the startups in, our, in, in the short-term rental space and they all are using technologies to enhance uh, what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but you look at hotels, no one is looking into it. Like maybe now with the pandemic, there's actually not, not maybe like because of the pandemic, there was, there is a major shift that is, that has been happening. And now like the big hotel chains, Hilton Accor, uh, you know, they, they're all looking into the space all of a sudden, yeah. um, understanding that what they've been doing, it doesn't work and it's not good because you can't run a, a business that on, you know, 10, 15% profit margin. That makes yeah. no sense. Seriously. Um, and having these massive overheads on top of that, right? Like it's okay to have 15% profit margin if you have small overheads, but this massive overheads, mass- massive operation. 
And on top of that, you're offering something that guests don't want. That's, that's what one of the main things we realize. Not only, um, you know, you are spending a lot of money for things that, um, you know, creates, reduce your margins, but on top of that, you're, you're not creating additional value. Because exactly. what people valued 30 years ago is very different than what people value today. Yeah. Um, and that shift is actually has only been accelerating, um, especially with the pandemic, right? Um, so uh, that's, that's what Journey focuses on. We, we specifically focus on, on bringing this new, this new modern way of doing things into, into the an antiquated industry, which is the hotel industry, and bringing what to learn from uh, the Airbnb space into the hotel space. And if anything, yeah. making hotel space more marketable to even the, hotel, the Airbnb guests. That's awesome. And so do you guys only manage these hotels or do you actually manage you know, like apart hotels or even um, other properties that are more short-term rental focused? Or is it mostly hotels for you guys? Well, we see the same, the two assets being the same exact same thing. Okay. Um, if, so you guys are, are you just getting, are you getting rid of the front desk and doing all these other things? Because it sounds like Journey has uh, pretty much an all-in-one solution with communication, uh, IoT connection and accessibility and all that other stuff. So um, is that pretty much what you guys are doing is streamlining that whole process for the guests? Exactly. It, as, as you said, like for us, we have this obsession of streamlining things from both from a guest perspective and an operational operational perspective. So uh, our, our hotels are, so we offer a full, man, uh, a full management service and there's two tiers on that management service. Like we, we, some, uh, we can take care of the on-ground operation or not take care of the on-ground operation, but we kind of empower the hotel to do it themselves. And we give all the, basically our engine to run it uh, and help them to not have a front desk, help them to offer a, a, a fully automated experience where the guest can interact with personnel if they want to, but don't have to, and they can absolutely be completely independent and help you reduce the cost and, and, and enhancing your experiences of travel, right? Um, something else that we do um, that you mentioned is like, for example, if it's an apart hotel, we want to make that, uh, that apartment complex look as much as possible as an hotel. And vice versa, if you're on top, we want to make you look as much as possible as an Airbnb, right? Um, because I think the two are becoming one of the same. Whether you have one bedroom, whether it's a studio or hotel room, or a three bedroom, it's the same exact thing. Um, and I think like the trend and what's, what else can learn from, from uh, um, short-term rentals is that the guest wants to, be, wants to have more independency and more in-units amenities and not like literally pay for everything you touch and have this like feeling that's like, it's like, you don't, you don't like, if there's one thing the hotels don't achieve is that feeling of being at home. True. Yeah. And if there's one thing that really good Airbnb hosts achieve is they make you feel at home. We want to bring you that feeling everywhere you go, right? You need to feel at home. Like if you're at home, you don't have to enter a Wi-Fi password, right? you connect automatically. Um, you don't have to uh, log in in your, uh, uh, in your Netflix account. If anything, you want to have your Netflix account where you go because you want to watch the programs you want and not be stuck with like a super uh, outdated, outdated. TV yeah. and some <laughs> channels that, that you 
you know, you were watching 10 years ago and you're like, I don't even know what to watch on that TV, right? So, and you don't want to have to pay, like again, for a, for a fridge, you want to have potentially a kitchenette. Like those are all elements that make a massive difference that you have to bring if you bring technology because technology by definition will make your experience a colder experience, right? Um, but it, but you can compensate that by bringing this in new amenities. And if anything, we as Journey have proven that we can bring you, make an experience actually much greater thanks to technology by bringing this in new nuance um, uh, amenities, right? And enabling you, like I give another example of mistakes they'll tell me, right? Uh, um, I, you go, for example, in a nice hotel, in, the, in, in, uh, in Las Vegas, for example, right? You can't order Uber in front of the building. You they make you purposely go as far as you, you can go from there because they, they have incentives with, with taxi companies. That's a massive mistake you're making as an hotel. Like you're literally pushing people away to start looking at alternatives. You arrive, you're forced to stand in this like longest line ever because things are not done efficiently, right? Like you may, maybe you go in a five-star hotel, you have to wait 20 minutes in line. Is That's not a service guys. Like, and you're paying for someone to stay there. Like, and, yeah. and then like another thing, like room service, like, you know, people that say, yeah, but what about room service and these things, which are things that you can still provide, but you, everybody has room service on their phone. It's called Postmate. Uh, yeah, or I was going to say Grubhub, Grubhub, DoorDash, you name it, Uber Eats. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so that's that's you know that's the vision we have for the future. If any, we were building a product for us, <laughs> because when I travel, I want have have that experience. I want to be independent. I want to be able to check in when I want, without having to necessarily like interact with somebody. I want to be able to order my postmate. I want to be able to warm up something on a microwave if I want to. That's freedom. That's that's the way to travel, in my opinion. Yeah, I love that. And it, it just it takes me back always to my hotel days as like a hotel manager, just constantly seeing that long check-in line of people that all show up at the same time and they're waiting for their keys. But guess what? They're filling out a paper form that they've already filled out online, which makes no sense uh, no to sense. do again. But again, uh, no, I totally, I love that. And I think it's super key because also like when you, think about and i'm pretty sure you guys can prove this through your guys' statistics on the back end but uh when you have all these amenities in suite versus pay for this pay for that pay for that you're able to charge a higher nightly rates without having to uh really add friction between the guests and that purchase decision making moment where they go do i really want that two bottle two bottle dollar water do i really want to open up that uh mini fridge do i really want to do this like that it stops them it gives them that hesitant moment where they're like is this worth it Cause they do, I, I do it all the time. I'm, you know, I'm on the road traveling right now and I've been, you know, constantly like, all right, now, why would I do that when I can just stay at uh, another, you know, short-term rental brand that I know would include that without any hesitation. Yeah. I'm paying a little bit more, but I have that, like you said, that freedom of experience to, to, to have. So I think it's pretty key. And I love that you touched that point. As our slick talk listeners know, there's a lot of behind the scenes work that goes into preparing and maintaining short-term rental properties. That's where Breezeway best in class property care and operations platform comes into play. 
Their easy-to-use tools help you automate, coordinate, and communicate detailed work at each of your properties so you can deliver the best experience to guests and homeowners. Breezeway integrates with over 30 PMS systems and IoT devices, meaning you can easily harness property data from your entire tech stack to build stronger programs for scheduling, quality assurance, guest texting, owner reporting, and much, much more. Visit breezeway.io forward slash slick to learn more. Now, back to the episode. Um, I, I did want to kind of like get into the, the tech side because I, I love tech. Uh, you and I, I think, can probably talk about this for hours. I'm not a developer or anything on that on my end, but I love the ability because a lot of people, especially when I started getting into um, doing the technology stuff on this uh, show, is that people would say, well, you're replacing that human connection. And I, you know, I've had multiple conversations with a couple other people and I'm pretty sure you'll see it's like we can use it to enhance that human connection. Right. And how do we do that is by giving humans that are working the front desk or working this or working that they're eliminating that checklist that they're constantly having to be tied to. Uh, I, and I know because as a front office manager, you know, you had your AM shift uh, checklist, your PM, your mid shift, your night audit, like you had all these checklists um, and it always caused that another friction point for the guests where you oh i can do this for the guests but i have to get this done i have to do this i have to do that when um now you're able to free them up to then focus purely on hey luca man i know you uh told me that you know when you came down that your room was great and all this stuff and you said you were looking for a good place to eat my favorite place is you know pub 52 right around the corner they have a great uh, ipa i think you kind of talked about something like that at home whatever like if they're able to take that personal experience and really cater to that to that guest so i think uh what are you guys doing on that aspect is that journey's focus too is to free up so that way if you want that human interaction you're able to then get that if you're not then you have that full touchless contactless solution yeah number one yes um if like the short answer is yes we want to give human interaction only when people want it to have it so but the statistics actually show the modern travels oftentimes choose not to have that human interaction, right? Um, but we give you a virtual concierge. So you have 24 seven concierge, but it's virtual. So you interact through the phone. So it's not in person, but I think you, you touched upon something very, very, uh, a really important point, which is that human touch, right? And that human interaction, you can have human, in, like you can have a human touch without physically seeing someone, right? And that sometimes, if done right, can be a lot more valuable than that human interaction. So I'll give you an example. If I can tell you that instead of waiting in line for even, let's say, five minutes and having a, a, an interaction with someone that doesn't really bring you home anything, right? I can spend, that value, let's say, is worth 20 bucks a night for your stay. I can spend that 20 bucks to enhance something in your units. Like give you waters for free, food for free, maybe add your kitchenette, a much cozier bed than, than a regular hotel. What would you rather get? That's the question, right? Yeah, no, for sure. That's what we ask ourselves. And you know what? Because I made that bed a little extra cozy, I give you the free bottle of water and, and a really cool, healthy snack. That's a human touch, right? You can do it with love and you yeah. can do it. You, so you can get the hospitality across still, right? And actually even better 
by removing what's not necessary, what's not necessarily a great value added, right? So that's that's um, and like that we ask this question within inside our company every day. Yeah. Well, my my question, like, is I I know for me when I travel, um, specifically hotels, I love the I don't love the like the whole check-in process. Like, like we we've covered that part's kind of annoying, especially having and then having to you know, pay for a fridge or upgrade for this or upgrade for that. This isn't this, but I do love uh, on occasion, obviously it depends on the trip, but when I do stay in a hotel, I like to find a place that I can check in, get into the room, get relaxed, get settled, but then go down to a bar or into a nice restaurant. And uh, whether it's meet colleagues or family or friends, or even just have a alone time by myself and, and you, know, you know watch a game or um, you know strike up a conversation with a bartender who's you know having a slow slow evening or a slow day. Um, I love that part. Where do you guys see hospitality shifting when it comes to cr- mo- that human interaction touch? Because I think, like you said, the virtual part is great uh, because it's you know how Airbnb has kind of proven that click click done you know type uh, motto. I think that's great. I think we need to keep that in the industry. Uh, but what about those like moments where you're actually looking to, you know, at least be around people, <laughs> I, especially after this last crazy year and a half that we've had where a lot of us, I think you could say haven't. Oh, for sure. I, I think that's a great point you, you're touching. Um, we, we believe that from your room side and from your, uh, you know, uh, your stay side, that's where you don't want to have so much uh, interaction but it's afterwards that you want to have it. And absolutely, like we are all for it. And if anything, like we as Journey are, it's a big portion of what we're investing on right now. It's F&Bs, F&B partners, and working with like great companies. And and, Is that something that um, guests have been like showing through you guys as uh, your, your, throughout your journey? I mean, it's, it all goes and connects to the part of like living like a local, we live, also by the same mission as Airbnb does, meaning that's not our mission, but like we really believe in yeah in that Airbnb mission and yeah um that. and you and so so we hundred percent want to do that right, but the human interaction for your room it does not it actually goes against living like a local, but interaction past that which is like if you if you go think about if you were going to your own home or your own apartment. You don't interact with anybody. You go into your apartment. You don't want to talk to somebody. Uh, sometimes even in the yeah. elevator. But yeah. guess what? You're done work. You're done with whatever you want to do. You get ready to go out. Now you want to interact with people. So that, that's where you want to have the human interaction. And so we think that hospitality in that sense, especially in the F&Bs, you need the human touch. You need the human interaction. Um, we as a company want to partner up with our companies. We don't want to manage it ourselves. And if anything, we are actually like working on into creating technologies to integrate with that part, whether if like with things like uh, a more modernized room service, which is not going to prevent you from ordering a Uber Eats or a Postmate at the same time. But if you want room service from the F&B partner, then it's something that we're going to be welcoming. So that's 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 our vision. Um, and. We strongly believe that it's not just our vision. We strongly believe that that's what hospitality is going, whether we want it or not. Partnerships or more of a... Or, or like meaning like that the, the guest, um, the, the, the whole 
room experience is automated where the FMB is is gonna gotcha. be like like it's always been. That's the great yeah, that's a good part. You don't want to take away what's great on the hotels. That's what they yeah, do, right? 100%, right. 100%. And if anything, if the only reason why hotels still have <laughs> a, a, a shot at this is because they're offering the F and B's where where Airbnbs cannot offer that, right? And For sure. that's where when I find myself staying hotel versus an Airbnb, that's actually a hundred percent of my choice is because of those amenities that that uh, an Airbnb wouldn't normally be able to offer, like yeah. a cool restaurant or like yeah. you know a cool bar, the pool or things like that. So so definitely you don't want to sh- like shy away from that. If anything, like the money that you're saving now from all those other services that they're not a value. Now you can invest it in there as a hotel. I love that. That's such a good point. And so I guess maybe walk me through that because I'm curious to find out like with all these partnerships and as you guys are developing that site. And I love the way you phrase it. It's actually a perfect way of saying, you know, the, the, the room experience itself, as you described, automated, contactless, uh, pretty much uh, human, no interface uh, and human to, uh, in-person stuff. But outside of that, you're seeking that experience. When you're, when you're getting to a hotel or a home, uh, you're not looking for, you know, usually you come off a long flight or a long road trip kids are screaming or you had a bad business call or something like that. You don't want to be, you know, around people. Um, So, so you, you definitely want to get, I love that you separated the two because I I always kind of get caught up in the whole experience to travel from booking of the ticket to check out, to getting home and all that good stuff. But uh, for the F and B side with forming these partnerships, what are you guys seeing? Um, Maybe not as pain points, but I'm pretty sure it's different across every destination, right? Because you have so many different unique individual companies um, in the city or uh, maybe town that's a little bit smaller. Um, so what are, what are that, what's that like roadmap looking like for you guys with Journey? Yeah, for us is the, doesn't matter how scale, like how, how big of a scale the company is going to become. I think that something very important you don't want to lose. And it's very important for us as Journey is to give you that, um, local experience and different experience wherever you travel. Um, like that, that's the thing, like, and again, like hotels might hate me because of all the things I'm saying, but, <laughs> but, but what hotels are doing wrong is that they standardize and, and trying to be streamline things like design. That's a bad thing to do. <laughs> Meaning maybe it worked for the past. But now people are seeking like custom cool experience everywhere they go. And Unique. so for us, as a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. For us as a company, um, uh, something that I maybe didn't mention, even when we manage, like, you know, you're going to a power, um, power by journey property, but it's going to be, let's say, for example, Italian, we have a national school one-to-one hotel. It's going to be one-to-one hotel in Nashville powered by journey. So you're saying we are empowering what the vision of that owner was. Because we partner with owners that have an amazing vision and, and, and a great experience that they already built. We just automate the whole experience, yeah. making sure that they have the right partnership with the F&Bs, which yeah. is we want to have like something cool, something young, something where, where we'll attract the right clientele to that, to that asset. And we put the technology to, to empower that owner to do what their vision was originally. Right, we just make it better and help them to to um, be uh, 
more modernized and 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 a lot more profitable than it was otherwise if they were doing it themselves. So CA is more of like an evolution of what uh, you know uh, like a regular franchise was, but now we are actually allowing you to have your own brand. You can build your own brand on top of Journey, um, because and and then we we wanted to put all the tools in place so that you can bring that vision as far as you can and make it as profitable as, as possible. That's awesome. I love that. And I love it's powered by. So it's, it's always a, a cool because it gives freedom and it gives, I think, flexibility and what we've been talking about, you know, I think off uh, off the screen, you and I both kind of mentioned, you know, the, the change that's happened this last year and a half, almost two years. Um, and so I want to kind of get back to a little bit more about you as a founder, because I, I've been finding this to be really interesting uh, interviewing other founders um, more so than employees of companies that are doing stuff like this, right? And so getting to interview the founders, I'm finding a lot of really cool either characteristic traits or even just something that happened from uh, you know your experience prior to getting into this. Uh, so can you walk me through like maybe for you, uh, and I, I know your um, business partner, David Phillips, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, yes. sweet. So uh, for you guys with this journey, uh, no pun intended there, uh, <laughs> I bet you guys get that a lot. Um, but with this journey with journey, um, what have been some really key things when it comes to leading uh, either a team, the industry itself, uh, and especially at the scale that you guys are at? You know, I think you guys are in a couple hundred units. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but all over the country. And, and so that's got to be um you know, some really good life lesson moments from especially this last two years uh, and, and the founding of it. So I'm kind of curious to see what your thoughts are, what's that look like, and what are some key takeaways, things that you just uh, feel like is pretty important or unique? For sure. Yeah. We, yeah, we have, uh, well, right now we're running 560 units. Yes. <laughs> that, that's awesome. It's, yes. It's, it's, yeah, thanks. I um, uh, just wanted to know. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 correct number but yes the the i would say like a few key takeaways that's a really good question and it's like uh, uh there's so many layers <laughs> well yeah and you guys have been doing this for a while so like there's obviously after you know with time it, it probably gets you know they they all become you know really compact and and not as um i guess recent especially when you have it from 2012 or uh think 17 is when you guys officially formed journey yes that's correct yeah yeah, I mean, I, I say like one one of the things like, but the origin of the name Journey is because um, <laughs> there are many reasons of why we chose the name Journey, um, but it's because we knew that doing this will be a journey, right? We are creating a journey for the guests. We are creating a journey for uh, hotel owners, right? Um, and and getting to this journey our vision from from day one is that we want to empower people's journey like i always often use the term empower because it's something that my business partner and i before even we met we live by that in our own lives right um i am in pursuit of always uh I say for the last probably 15 years, always in pursuit of happiness. And I found that one of the yeah. things that gives me the most happiness is actually uh, empower other people to do whatever they're doing better. Um, and and it can be on my family, it can be the employees, it can be the guests, it can be the owners. Creating success stories, I live by that. 
um, that's, that's what makes me go and wake up in the morning and be motivated and do what I'm doing, right? Like start the money is not successful. Of course, there's that as well, but it's, it's really like the joy of seeing people happy for, uh, on, of something that you've maybe have created or something you've done, right? Like seeing a guest experience be elevated for what you've done and see and putting a smile on that person that makes me extremely happy right do the same thing for an owner like an owner has this dream of these assets and maybe it's it's a small boutique owners and it's put all his savings during the pandemic we 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 brought hotels that were on the brinks of 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 bankruptcy and foreclosure and we brought these assets profitable and these were people that were about to lose their babies like you know like that's what they built and and we came in and thanks to our expertise and the technology and what we brought in now they we created a success story uh, that success story is what you know uh, that's that's my pursuit of happiness that's my journey that's what i want to do for for a living you know yeah uh, and that's that's um you know that's what makes us go through all the challenges and everything, you know, of these big missions that, that we have, that automating hospitality is an ongoing mission. It's, is, I think is an endless mission because there's no limits on how much you can streamline something, right? You can always improve it. And, and it's, it's something that really not people have done it before, right? There's not, there's no automated hotels like up until now right yeah yeah i think i think we have the uh uh you know we're very lucky of being working on on the uh forefront of of this new way of doing and running a hospitality asset yeah oh, i love that and i, for, I always feel bad because like man i should re i should video record these podcasts because people like if anyone listening you could see the excitement on luca's face when he's talking about that it, it gets really it this is like why listening to you and describe it and and watching your your, your face light up as you're describing your, your your pursuit of happiness this is why i do the podcast because there's stories are so cool that you you don't really get to capture moments or uh you know uh, missions like this uh, often so I, I think it's really awesome and again think it, it brings me back to like a reminder of like why we're doing the show uh, and it's really cool just to hear how different people I think and I've only seen this in our industry it, it is the ability of people serving people for happiness like it's not like the fame and the money and all this other stuff it's it's really like we are doing something that we all truly love and are passionate about and you see that collectively throughout the industry whether it's in the us or in europe or any other country in the world you see that there's operators uh in our space such as tech uh any kind of service spread provider or even management alone with boots on the ground um, they're all truly passionate about that. And uh, I think that's where it makes this, like you said, being on the forefront of it as everything's happening right now uh, makes it just super, super cool. And to be able to capture it's awesome. So anyone, anyone listening, I wish I wish you could see Luca's face right now. It was great. Um, but man, no, thank you so much for for taking the time to be on the show. And I, I always like to, you know, kind of wrap it up with a, like a quick um, rapid fire question, but more of um, 
if you could give any piece of other than from what you just said about your your pursuit of happiness and everything, if you can give one piece of advice or even um, a, a nugget for a listener, whoever's listening to take away from this episode, what would you want it to be? And then we'll follow up with where everyone could find you and all that good stuff. Definitely. Um, and, and that question is uh, like referring to more of an from a business standpoint or, or uh, a life uh um, uh let's do business for this one let's call let's make it fun good. and be keep it entrepreneurial yeah no definitely uh so i would say i mean i mean this is actually for both i for me like uh, one of the things that that i kind of wished maybe i was somebody told me in 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 the beginning is to not be scared of having a different opinion than everybody else <laughs> and go ahead and pursue it. And then uh, eventually, you know, things will, will play out the way you, you envision it. Love it. Simple and sweet. That's great. Well, uh, I always link everything in the show notes for people to find where to find you, whether it's LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, you name it. But I always like to give you a shot. Where is the best place for anyone to find out more about journey or yourself? Actually LinkedIn. Um, yeah. So, both our company page, uh, the journey page and my LinkedIn, you know, you can friend request me. Um, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. Perfect. Yes. Awesome. Well, I'll make sure everybody slick talkers, everyone listening, everything will be in the show notes. So give it a, uh, a click, a like, a follow, anything like that. Don't forget to like, and subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't already, you guys are amazing. And Luca, my friend, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been amazing to chat with you and, and to get the, the high overview of everything journey. It's been really great. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. And I, I really enjoy being, being on it. Awesome. Well, you heard it, Slick Talkers. Tune in again next week, and we'll see you then. Thank you so much for listening. We love your support and want to provide the best we can to all our listeners. So please find us online, social media, and on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. As I've been growing my business and finding new ways to add to my property portfolio, I have to think about how I can anticipate the homeowner's needs, just like I do for my guests. One of the things owners always ask is, how is my property going to be protected? What happens if something gets damaged or worse? These are valid questions and concerns, and I have an opportunity to address these concerns before they even get mentioned, all thanks to having Safely as part of my toolkit. I can ensure all stakeholders are covered during a guest day and use this information as a way to grow my business by ensuring my property owners know they can trust that I have them covered. If you're a professional property manager, then you need to get safely in your tool belt so you can focus on operating and growing your business. Thanks for listening to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. Now, back to an episode.
What's up, everybody? If you've gotten this far into the episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, then you are amazing, and thank you so much for tuning in. We want to send you two places really quickly. If you can, check out the show notes and click the hospitality.fm link. Check out all of our other shows on the podcast network. And don't forget, if you have someone that you want to hear on the podcast, then fill out the guest fill-out form so that way we can get them on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy another episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast.